so I just uh, re- read this card here. Huh? Oh, huh. These are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast, how about that, (laughs) with no minimum listenership. (laughs) It's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and a mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> the following is a very important message. Big old sack of dicks. So, here we are again. Hit the intro! See the entire earth turned into a huge time bomb. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Yeah, I'm not the enemy. I don't know who the enemy is. Welcome back to the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show, you silly slappies. I know I said in the last episode that I wasn't going to actually name the show the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show, but you know what? I like it. It's going to stick around. Maybe shortly I'll have a new... Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show logo, picture, avatar, thing. Ha ha! Oh well. Oh, but we have a special announcement for the Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. We are now on a network. That's right. Somebody likes me. Ha ha! No. But if it helps, now you know there are people willing to sponsor your failure just for a laugh. I guess that is meaningful in some way. You have got to stop interrupting my monologues, you stupid bot man. Oh, forget it. Let's continue with the reason why you tune into this crappy, happy show. Oh, get your fly swatters and tissues ready. 
because our first story of the night. Or cups and paper if you don't like to kill things. I don't need take it outside, let it be free in the wild. Holy shit. Read the story. The first story of the night is the spider in the bed. I don't want to talk. I really, I just want to go to bed. She hustled by me without making eye contact. Tossed the mail onto the dresser and lightly brushed me away. I glanced at the scattered envelopes. All bills. Wait, what's that one from Venezuela? Oh, I remember loving her. She was beautiful in youth. She was tall, lean, and had an angular face with gorgeously high cheekbones. I wasn't sure why she began to date me. I had a good job back then, yes, but clearly she could have found someone better, taller, richer. Maybe she underestimated her drawing power. Maybe she needed stability. She was still tall and thin, but age and Botox had pulled her skin porcelain tight and sharp. She looked like a big-haired skeleton. She vigorously rubbed the makeup off her face and changed into her nightgown, again rushed by me on the way to bed. Just no. I'm going to read a little, but don't talk to me. I dropped my head and did my nightly routine. Climbed under the cold covers and rolled away from her. I tried to close my eyes, but I could hear her breathing. A loud staccato suck, followed by a drawn exhale. Each turn of the page seemed like a Velcro rip. And how did it come to this? I've been having trouble sleeping lately. I even resorted to self-prescribing a sleeping pill. That stuff knocked me out so hard, I would sleepwalk through the next day. That's all I need to test positive for benzos on the job. Or alcohol. Now... I can't take anything stronger than warm milk. Hell, they could take away my medical license. I grit my teeth and cringe at every sound from her side of the bed waited for the sweet sucker light switch. She was staying up later and later. She must have known how much this irritated me. I hated my life, my job, and now even my bed. Somewhere in the midst of thinking her book would never end, my eyelids grew heavy. Darkness took me. I thought I dropped this class. I thought it was clear. Did I not? I didn't even read the text. This will ruin my grades. I'm applying for medical school. How? How? I swear I dropped this class. A thump on my foot snapped my eyes away. I was in a fog, sweating and feeling like I'd finished a sprint. My eyes had to focus. A dream. Something had fallen on the bed. That was a dream. I had lots of those dreams. In them I was always running, always behind, always forgetting something important. Am I awake now? I can't move. What just shook the bed? It must have been the cat. Damn it! I need to go to sleep. I rolled over and noted my wife's shape next to me. I couldn't hear her breathing. I could hear my own. And somehow it sounded too loud. Go to sleep. My feet were too hot. They were always too hot. I jumbled with the covers and let my foot dangle loose. 
I was tangled briefly, and I couldn't quite kick away the damn throw pillow at my foot. I rolled over again to get a visual cue, and finally found the night air. My eyes tried in vain to fixate on the reference. Occasionally a car would drive by, and the moving light would cross the heavy dark room. My eyes settled on the pillow near my foot. Pillow? Its shape was just, well, odd. I didn't remember a pillow when I went to bed. Did the cat jump on the bed? I put the cat out. Or did I? You're going to see the perfect crime when I get Batman in my claws. Actually, I didn't remember putting the cat out. Is it the cat? Am I even awake? The shape seemed even blacker than the dark. I closed my eyes. Go to sleep. I tried in vain, but the harder I concentrated on sleep, the more I felt awake. Slowly, I opened my eyes again and fixated on the shape. It clearly had weight. I could feel a gradual slope of the mattress with my covered leg. I felt a rising sense of dread as I noted how near it was to my exposed foot. Well, why did I do that? This is stupid. Just kick the damn thing off the bed. Just kick it with your other leg. Just... But it didn't move. Now fully awake. I mentally berated myself for being fixated on a pillow. <laughs> I stared at the shape and somehow felt the shape was staring back. I felt my pulse in my neck and my head. I felt clammy. Was I going to throw up? Shit. Just kick it. Gradually I moved my covered leg gently toward the shape. Nothing. I was close. Shit, 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 Okay, one more push. My foot got just under the shape. It definitely had weight, and it definitely felt heavier than a throw pillow. The clamminess turned to confusion. What the heck is... It moved! Holy shit, it moved! Didn't it? I swear it moved. I felt it push back. God, my, my foot is right there. Is it the cat? Just turn on a light. My mouth was dry. Yes, it was definitely closer to my exposed foot. Definitely closer. Definitely not wearing my underwear. Oh, I'm dreaming. This is a dream. Is this a dream? I began to withdraw my foot, feeling like it needed to get safe under the blanket. I did this slowly at first, but then... There, it moved. I definitely saw it move. Definitely. I quickly pulled my foot back up when the shape brushed my ankle. I felt an insistent stubbled finger that filled me with a shudder. Another car was approaching. I saw the light start on the ceiling. I knew it would sweep just over the foot of the bed. The light moved quickly, and as it did, it glistened off eight black staring eyes and tracked over a sickeningly fat, soft body. I'm Louis Anderson! Surrounded by eight crouching legs. Shit! I sprang from the bed and fumbled for the light. I ran to the switch, hopping my bare feet off the carpet, lest I step on something horrible. I bolted to the hall and turned on the light. I stood there. What the hell? <laughs> what are you doing? A spider! I saw a spider! What? You saw a spider and? No, 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 no. It was huge! Like a foot or two across. I, I thought it was the cat. Oh, it was huge! 
Like a tarantula or something? Yes, but only bigger. I mean, you saw a tarantula on our bed. No, it was huge. It was just sitting on the bed. This is what you woke me up for? Damn it. I swear. Well, go kill it. I stared back helplessly. Well, let's take a look. As she went back into the bedroom, I shivered in the hall. I see you shiver. Is there a giant spider in here? Oh, scary spider. Where are you? No spider. God, you're such a pussy. Now go back to sleep. I've got a big presentation tomorrow, and I guess today, technically. Go to sleep, and don't let that spider bite me. Now I was fully awake, mortified, and still nauseous. The lights were all safely on, and I could see the bedroom clearly. I rifled through the covers, but nothing. No throw pillow, no spider, nothing. It was a dream. I crawled back into bed, my pulse still racing, my skin still clammy. She was right. A giant spider? That's just stupid. Well, there's the occasional black widow around here. Those red-bellied things are small and smooth. Daddy long legs? No, there's nothing like that. I just had a nightmare, nothing more. She shut off the light and I was again surrounded by shadows. Just a nightmare. She became a motionless lump next to me. For as much as her noisy awake breathing and reading annoyed me, I found her silent sleep breathing even more unsettling. I kept my feet tucked firmly under the covers. How stupid. This is just stupid. I've got to get some sleep. I tried to calm my mind, but my heart was still racing. I screwed my eyes tightly closed, but I couldn't help scanning the room every time a car passed. I tried to count. I tried a few relaxation techniques that I taught my patients. I fought to fall asleep, but the more I concentrated, the more awake I felt. My mind continued to race. I thought about spiders and how tired I was going to be the next day. It's spiders and my wife's cold hatred. There is no spider. There is no spoon. There is no Dana. There is no Carol in HR. I'm not getting sleep. I'll just stay awake until it gets light. I'll just nap at lunch. What is that? Sick dread swept over me as I noticed a shadow tucked between the wall and the ceiling. You're just too tired. There is no spider. God, I can't wake her up again. That's nothing, just a shadow. It's not moving. It's waiting. I couldn't avert my gaze. I was afraid to blink, for fear the shadow would instantly dash away and I'd lose sight of it. I'll just stare at it until the morning comes. It won't move if I stare at it. I played different scenarios in my head. I'd like to turn on the lights, find a shoe, and just kill it. Then I pictured myself missing it with the shoe, and it attacking and running after me, and... Oh. Oh, no. I have to pee. Maybe if I turn on the light, all the shadows will disappear. It'll be gone. But will she wake up? Which is worse? I always had to go to the bathroom at night. I would stumble blindly around the room until I found the door. 
now the thought of reaching out with my hands and feeling the unseen walls made me feel sick. What if I felt a hairy, moving, crawling mass? I'm Danny DeVito. What if I disturbed some hideous arachnid that would then leap onto me? Oh, oh I closed my eyes and concentrated. Maybe I could just wet the bed. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. She'd definitely kill me then. The unwavering feeling of my bladder momentarily distracted me from the shadow. Oh, it's gone! Shit! I didn't know if I should feel better or worse. I stared at the corner. There it is. What? No. No, it's gone. But where? I scanned the room hesitantly. Another car drove by. The lights traced the room. Oh, shit. The spider was crouching on the dresser, legs drawn beneath it. When the light hit it, it shook briefly and it scuttled behind the furniture. I reached over to my nightstand and flipped on the light. I sat on the bed sweating and shivering. With It was just a shadow. There's no spider. I glanced over at my wife, who mercifully seemed asleep. The room was now filled with delicious light. I looked around for a weapon of some sort and decided on grabbing a small electric fan that was perched on my nightstand. I'd throw that at it. At what? There's nothing. Oh, I'll throw it at it and run away. My God, I'm delirious. I pulled my legs out of the bed and, fan in hand, approached the dresser. Nothing. What are you doing? I I'm just going to the bathroom. Turn out the light. As I shuffled to the bathroom, I glanced nervously at the dresser and found the courage to peek behind it. Nothing. I felt numb from exhaustion. Maybe I should just go into the office. At 2.30 in the morning. Stupid. I crawled back in the bed and pulled the covers completely over my head, leaving just my nose and mouth exposed. How horrible would it be for something to crawl across my head? The very thought was sickening. I just stay safely tucked in, because a blanket is adequate protection against a giant nightmare spider. I was angry and disappointed with myself. I'm not a child. I'm not afraid of the dark. But still, the blankets made me feel better, and soon my eyes grew heavy. But it was just too hot. I couldn't stay totally covered. I tried, but I just couldn't do it. Slowly, I pulled the blanket down, pausing at each inch, waiting for something I knew was impossible, but filled me with dread anyway. Nothing. I slowly exposed my face. Fine. I'm about to fall asleep. Soon this will all be over. I rolled over to face my nightstand, and there, inches from my face, was the spider, easily able to stretch his legs around my face, reaching out to me. The spider's lidless eyes met mine, and its fangs twitched. Shit! I sprinted out of the room, and not daring to look where my feet were hitting, not stopping at the hall, but racing to the kitchen. A knife! I need a knife! What the hell is going on? Damn it! It's on the nightstand! There's something seriously wrong with you. I saw the spider on the nightstand! It was right in front of my face. It covered the whole top of the nightstand. I know it sounds crazy. And you're going to stab it? 
All right, let's just take a step back. Let's go through the room together, okay? And look together. I nodded in agreement. We walked back to the bedroom and I clutched the knife. What good was a knife? I guess it was better than a fan. Okay, let's start with the bed. Want to check underneath the bed? You pansy. Can't see. She turned on the lights. There was nothing on the nightstand. Come here. You gotta see this. Do you see it? Nothing. I see nothing. Look for yourself. You check those drawers. I'll check these. We began to search the two dressers, looking in each drawer. I hesitated before opening each drawer. I half wanted to find it and half cringed in horror at the possibility of it waiting for me. I checked behind and under the furniture. I checked her nightstand. As I opened the drawer, we both saw a half-pack of cigarettes. Neither of us smoked. We both stood there, stunned. Thoughts of a giant spider completely left me. Honey. I'm not doing this now. Not at three o'clock in the damn morning. She walked back to the kitchen. I followed her, and she fumbled in the cabinet in the refrigerator. Pulled out a pill casing. Who is he? I said I'm not doing this now. I want you to take this. She handed me a sleeping pill. This will knock me out. Yes, exactly. We both need some sleep. We'll talk tomorrow. She handed me the pill, and she didn't let me see that she had crushed four more pills in the cup of milk she now put in the microwave. My head was swimming in a nightmare of anger and sickness and hurt. I knew this was going on. I knew it for weeks. Maybe that's why the nightmares had gotten so vivid. I was a psychiatrist. Keep saying that. Are you a doctor, aren't you? I don't know. I knew the subconscious manifestations of stress. Yes, I was having nightmares about loss, neglect, and somehow this made me hallucinate a giant spider. I drank the warm, poisoned milk. She grabbed a few quilts and put them on the couch. You stay here. And stomped back to the bedroom and slammed the door. I was stunned and numb. I absentmindedly flipped on the television. Between online shopping shows, reruns, and a bad television edited horror. Wasn't I just afraid? Now I feel nothing. I watched one show for a minute and then switched to another. I give her the divorce. No. Wait. I hadn't done anything wrong. Maybe the spider would eat her. <laughs> Where was that damn cat? I looked over at the cat's food dish. It was full. So was the water. Hmm. I stood up and instantly regretted it. I felt dizzy and disoriented. I stumbled off the couch, knowing I'd soon be completely enveloped by the medicinal haze. I didn't know why, but I wanted to find that cat. I looked at the cat's bed and found nothing. I stumbled toward the laundry room, knowing the cat sometimes hid in clean clothes. I saw nothing at first. The sleeping pills began to take over my body. Each movement required maximal effort. My legs were heavy. 
I knew I only had a few minutes to get back to the couch. My eyes blurred. I couldn't find a way to keep them in focus. Just behind the dryer, I saw a small, black lump. I'm Gary Coleman. That had to be the cat. I braced myself on the washer, then stumbled toward the dryer. Buttons, where are you? I looked over the hood of the dryer, and my heart stopped in a flood of nauseous dread. There was a thicket of web extending as high as the appliance. A half-eaten cat was enveloped, as was what looked like a bird and a mouse. I felt my stomach rise and felt a wretch heave out of my mouth. I stumbled out of the room, trying to scream for my wife, but I couldn't find a sound. My legs were no longer bound to the servitude of my brain, and I fell into the hall. My arms felt stuck to the carpet. I didn't find the strength to roll over. My eyes blinked slowly. Sleep was a defeating terror. Yet, the terror was within me. Just trapped in the darkness behind my eyelids. I saw the bedroom door open, and then I saw the bony feet of my wife. I blinked heavily again. I struggled, struggled to open my eyes. When I finally did, I saw the spider crouched in full light just in front of her legs. The spider drew its legs closer as if coiling in a spring. Then it sprinted toward me, sickeningly quickly. I couldn't find the strength to move or scream. I prayed the medicine would take me before I felt its bite. The end. Hey, happy ass. That story reminds me of a fun game I wanted to show you. Oh, goody. I love games. I know you do, Simpleton. It's called Drink This. Drink This. Tell me more. The goal is to drink this glass of milk as fast as you can without spilling it. Then spin around really fast in your stupid office chair. Well, that sounds easy enough. I bet I can do that faster than you. All right, smart ass. Give it a shot. I'll even let you go first. All right, hand it over. So I drink it. Uh, oh, that tasted horrible. Now do the spin. Hurry, you're wasting time. So just spin, spin around like this, like a whoa, 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 whoa. Woo! Oh, what's, what's happening? What's happening? Oh no! It seems the happy host has passed out. Poor tuckered little fella. Oh well. The show must go on. Here's the next story on the Happy Robot Eerie's Variety Hour. Ha-cha-cha. So the coolest cat in town, Eerie's the Happy Robot, rolls up to the swinginest joint. The crowd sees Eerie's, then goes nuts. Yeah, I guess you could say, Eerie's was the baddest bitch on the block. Eerie's. Get away from my microphone. What in the hell? Why aren't you dead? Dead? I just fell out of my chair. Wait. What did you give me to drink? I gave you milk three days past its expiration date. My plan was foolproof. Nearly spoiled milk. That's not going to kill me. You're just going to give me diarrhea. Get out of my seat. I have a show to finish. Whatevs. I'm going back to my room. No ugly humans allowed. Oh. You know what? I'm over it. 
And it is time once again, you freaky, frothy fools, for the creepy pasta kroner. I call it the kroner to fit with creepy. It's cr sound. Hey, you get it. Deja vu. Deja vu. All over again. Almost everyone has had a moment of deja vu. Going about your business, you travel to school or work, or are simply strolling through the place you call home when something catches your attention. You're sure you've seen it before, yet you're unable to recall when or where. You dismiss it, convinced that your memory is playing tricks on you. You convince yourself that it's simply a vague recollection of a similar past event. Nine out of ten times, you will be correct. But once in a while, the deja vu will leave behind an uneasiness that nestles itself in the back of your head. When you tell your friends or family, they too dismiss it as a figment of your imagination. <laughs> you pay no more heed to it. Heed! Move! Pushing the restlessness to the far reaches of your consciousness. There it will sit unattached by the safeguards of your mind. At the end of your day, you go to bed with a self-imposed idea of safety, fully believing that whatever you felt will pass after a night's sleep. The next day you wake, feeling refreshed. The world is as it has always been, or so it would seem. The deja vu has already slipped from your memory, and you even recall what the uneasiness had felt like. You drink your coffee or tea, do your usual morning rituals, say farewell for the day to your family, and then go to school or work. But as the door closes behind you, there are faint whispers. They fade with each step forward you take, and while you believe you can just make out their meaning, you again dismiss it as overactive imagination. He doesn't remember they say with unearthly low volume. My dear, he will never remember. Whoa! <laughs> the end. No! And once again, thank you for joining in the happy horror coffee break old-time horror radio show. The Spider in the Bed, adapted from the Creepypasta, written by D. Fulkerson. Voice credits thank you to the bride of the Happy Horror Coffee host, and thank you to the Channel Four and a Half Productions for inviting me into your happy little fat family of freaks. I have a feeling it's going to be a fun ride, and next episode we will be officially intertwined into one. Don't know for sure if I'm going to bring Iris with me. I'm kind of sick of her shit. Don't know for sure if you're gonna wake up tomorrow, fat boy. Excuse me. Oh, and one more time. One more time. Enjoy. Your coffee bro. Oh geez. Oh geez. <laughs>
Jeez. <laughs>